to just you know so your 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 cousin will be surrounded by love light on the other side. Yeah, I'm going to do. I'm going to send a question. I think. Questions right. that I, I'm going to do. I was just thinking I should. Right. Um, she was a real nice person, and, right. and we were. Uh, she she just lived across the border from us, mm-hmm. and uh, I was well, I haven't seen her since the COVID, eh? Mm-hmm. But we were supposed to get together. And, right. Two more um, people joined in. Welcome. Please say names and location. Hi, it's Bonnie in California. Good evening, Bonnie. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And the other person, we welcome you. Thank you for being here. Okay. And we wait for Winfrey and Teddy it's Brown. Questions at Intelligent Infinity, right? Yeah. Questions yeah, I got at Intelligent Dash Yeah, Infinity. I got I got I got it on my contacts. I had the wrong right, uh, right. the wrong thing on my phone. Right. And if you just joined in online through BBS Radio, we'll be starting here shortly. We're waiting for Winfrey and Terry Brown to call into this conference call, as this is, as usual, a simulcast for the conference call. And uh, questions and answers with the Elohim. I welcome the next caller. Please say your name and location. Roger in Austin. Welcome, Roger. Good evening. Hi, Roger. Hi. And two more people. Feel free to say your names and your location. Hi, it's Jeannie in Citrus Heights. Welcome, Jeannie. Hi. Hi, Jeannie. No right. And I welcome the other person. Thank you for being here. All right. And if you're listening in on BBS, through BBS, after this one-hour show, the questions and answers, we, as a group on the conference call, we go over to a different conference call. So we hang up and call it a different phone line, which is our daily whole planet healing gathering, where we put circumstances that we are aware of into the love light. And BBS on Wednesdays and Mondays does also broadcast our whole planet healing conference call. So after the hour, if you're interested, just hang in there because CBS will broadcast it on this station, same station. And happy Wednesday to you all. And I hear a kitty. Welcome, kitty. Yeah, my cat, Charlie. All right. Hi, Charlie. Charlie, he's a real nice guy. He's a human. I swear he's human. Yes, he's just asking me. He's telling me, hey, come down or I'll think so. Good, good. And welcome to the next caller. Thank you for being here. Feel free to say your name and location. Yes, Charlie. But of course, only if you want to. We welcome you. And the next person, welcome. Happy Wednesday. Please say your name and location. Hi, hi. This is uh, Cecil from the Great Northwest. Good evening. All right, Cecil. Cecil. Hi, Cecil. 
Miss Charity. Hi. The point tilt. Okay. Is Terry doing better now, yes. you think? It seems to be slowly getting better. Yeah. She's such a nice person. Like I said, I'd like to meet her. Hopefully we have a conference in a year down the road or something or some little meeting. Right. Somehow we could swing it. Hey, hey Bonnie. Welcome. Hey, Bonnie. Welcome back. Can you hear me? Yes. I tried to call Wynn, but it went straight to voicemail. Okay, the other thing is his, his phone is not set up yet, I guess, according to what he said oh. last night. Oh, boy. Okay. Hmm. Let's see if I can text him. Yeah, I texted him also. also. Did you? Okay. All right. Let us be patient. Hopefully they'll show up here shortly. So thank you all for being here. Ice, if you want to mention to win again, what, I, I sometimes will miss the call on Sunday and call the replay number. That number still hasn't been correct on the website. If maybe someone can correct that or find out the right number. On, on which website are you looking? On oh, the spiritchannel.net. Oh, I thought it was updated. No, it was never updated. It's the wrong number still. On the Sunday on the Sunday one. Okay. The replay. Maybe just get someone to correct it. Well, I, I'm actually so much, I, I pretty much listen to every call or replay now. Because every right. time, every every call you guys is interesting everyone is different yeah i really really wish somehow i've been telling people to listen and go oh, yeah and people i don't know if people think we're crazy i think this i think the sunday call was never changed no but um I'm tr i just would like more people to join at least support the group a little more i'm trying to get more group energy going i mean eventually i'll break through not everyone's i think us people that are on this call are more open-minded I think it, you're right. We're the type of people that are, you know, and I, I just, I'm so grateful what Terry and Wynn are doing. Like, they're just, you know, they're giving up a lot to do this. They're, it's about, not about them. It's about mankind. And I'm very grateful for it myself, for the information and what they're doing. I'm so grateful. I'm right there with you. I mean, I, I just thing. can't, I, I try to donate what I can. I don't have a lot of income now, but even I figure 20, 30 bucks, what I could afford, I try to and, and, and get my wife to, because it's, it's, uh, it's, they're just such, such gracious people. Yeah. Well, welcome to the conference call. If you want to, feel free to say a name and location. But of course, only if you want to, we welcome you. I was actually listening to the calls for about a year before I dialed in. I didn't really know about the call-in thing. I kind of did, but I was kind of afraid. And I just listened to replays all the time. And, and I download the 
download the MP3s and I put them on my phone. I can listen to them. And I speed them up, actually. Thirty <laughs> percent, but it's uh, no. I just I, I'm, I, every week. Every week, I'm very grateful what Terry and Wynn do. It people like they. It's like almost like a minister, a priest, or someone. Anybody's giving, a lot, giving, giving. You know? Yeah. Good evening. Welcome people. to the conference call. We say a name and location. Terry in Nevada. Welcome, Terry. Oh, hi, hi, Terry. Terry. Hi, Terry. All right. Thank you. Bye. Not only that, is that some of the messages they give to other people are resonating with other people, all the help. The help. Oh, yes. We had someone else join in. Good evening. Welcome. If you want to please say a name and location. But of course, only if you want to. Sorry. Let's see, because I think what I'm going to do, I got the feeling that Vin is going to miss the boat. So what I'm going to do is start playing a recording from okay. 2017. And if Vin comes in, we'll discontinue and take it from there. Yeah, even so last week's question, is, question call was great one. Didn't we skip last week? No. Okay. It was the week before. All right. Um, I sent an, okay. an email also. Okay, cool. Thanks. Muted. The recording has started. All right. Happy Wednesday. Today it is June 1st. 2022. This is the Wednesday questions and answers with the Elohim conference call, simulcast with the broadcast of DBS radio. And we are playing, we start playing a recording from a Q&A call from 2017. It was uh, April 5th. And as Vin isn't here yet, he might not show up. Time will tell. Here we go. Welcome to everyone who is just checking in on our replay line. This is Wednesday, June 17th, and this is our call where we submit questions that to our sources that you've submitted to us. And if you're listening to this and like to submit a question, send it to questions at messageaday.net. June 16th. And June 16th. Oh, thank you. Okay. June 16th. So um, we do ask a high percentage of the questions that come in. And and sometimes people, sometimes I, I say I'm not going to do a certain kind of question, like for healings, but I ask them, anyway oftentimes so don't hesitate to ask a question because um it's a great way to make it not only get an answer to a question but to make energetic connections with these guys that we're talking to and um over time in watching how this works it's 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 that connection that is the most important aspect of the work we do um, not not the answers to questions. So as you pay attention to this line, as you um, read message a day, 
you're kind of getting an inundation of of communications from these other realms, and just by participating in the intake of all this communication, you start to get a feeling for who they are, how they are, how they feel, and then you learn, you can learn to feel their presence. Now, an interesting thing I've noted, and I, I mean, probably most of you guys have noted this, but maybe you never thought of it, and that is that when we have a group energy, it's easier to feel them than when you're by yourself. And you can certainly feel them by yourself. It's certainly possible. But the nature of the group energy expands your hologram. So it's easier to go into a higher space so they can come in. I mean, I think this relates to what Jesus said. When two or more gathered, I am also present. But, you know, this whole idea of group holograms and energies and other dimensions was certainly beyond the vocabulary and understanding of people at that time. So that's the way it was said. But we're getting that experience here because when we come together on this line and create a group energy, then we create a platform or an energetic we increase the size of our antenna so to speak for their frequencies to come in and if you're listening for the first time um, and this is new to you then just go along you don't have to believe anything the, the one thing that I really emphasize is do not believe anything do not believe in your mind that we're talking to the Elohim do not believe anything be open to the possibility and be uh, and feel the energies that come into your space now who are these energies well I can just say the way they explain it is that when we come together as a group and create a group energy it's easy for them to find the group energy and then each of us is connected to the group energy so they can travel down that and this is my way of saying it they can travel down that energy and find you and then when they find you then you can feel an energy in your space and it's a very loving um, non-inflictive non-invasive energy and in fact it just feels like you in a bigger way. And that in, in the idea that the whole universe is one being, and we here on Earth are on one of the remote outposts where one of the conditions of being on Earth is contracting yourself so that you are out of connection with all that is. Let me mute people so we don't hear how it hangs up on. So, um, you, the natural state here on Earth is to be out of connection with all that is. To feel like you're all alone, you're isolated, that um, there's nothing out there 
and that that to go from that particular state to the state where you can be open to the energies of the world all that is the greater energies of the universe is not easy to do and you need most people I don't want to say all people but most people need a reference point so that when we establish on this line a reference point of that energy then you can psychically tune into that reference point and I I say this over and over again and I can't say it enough as you open up to these higher energies or to the possibility of it you must keep your intent really high you must keep your heart really open because by the nature of opening up to feeling these energies you are also opening up to what we could call the negative in other dimensions and if you compromise your intentions in other words if you look at this as a phenomena or wow i felt something wow this is neat and you get your ego goes off on it you will open yourself up to the negative that's, that's as simple as that so you must keep your intent high if you notice whenever we call in the light we call in a lot of protection uh for only the positive um for anything not of that nature to leave now and repeat that to yourself as many times as you need to so that you really clarify your own intent and um what is the difference between the negative and positive just very quickly the negative attaches itself to your energy it wants to control your energy the positive shares your energy freely but has no desire to control it it just is a free willing sharing of energy coming together separating the negative doesn't want to let go of energy once it gets it it wants to grasp it hold it and slave it and so when you're opening your hologram into the higher energies if you're not clear about your intention the thing about the negative because its nature is to grasp hold and slave if you allow a negative energy into your space it can be hard to get rid of um so that's why so many cautions are um are are valuable to consider as we do this so many cautions this is not something to play with this is real and those of us who are doing this Terry myself and Daphne have all had experiences direct experiences i'm not speaking from what they've told me i'm speaking from my own direct experience of this and Daphne's observing Daphne's experience and uh Terry to a lesser extent Terry to a lesser extent because Terry has such a really high intent to serve that no matter what she seems to always sidestep in most cases 
negative connections. But um, we've had to learn firsthand how this works. So I share this with great um, personal experience of knowing I'm correct. And on that note, it's, we don't have that many questions tonight. So um, I thought I'd share a good story, and then I'll ask questions. Um, it just happened to me today. I have a car mechanic here in Sedona who is really connected with my work. We met with a series of synchronicities and introduced, and I, I got to know him when he first opened his business, and he's, he's come on the line quite a bit, and he has... He's, he's been telling me about his girlfriend, and 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 um, who happens to be a channel, and that he wants me to meet her. We never have met. So this afternoon, I was in Ravenheart, which is a local coffee shop, and I'm standing in line, and this woman is in front of me, and I just look at her, and I said, and you spent a lot of time in monasteries. She had that look about her that she was very spiritual and ancient. And she said, oh, yes, oh, yes. I said, what do you do now? She says, I'm a minister. And I said, you're, you're an Elohim soul in this realm. And she said, how did you know that? I said, I bet not too many people come up to you and tell you that. I have learned, and some of you, if you keep paying attention to this, will start to recognize Elohim souls and Rasols, um, wanderers in this realm because they're both very have very distinguishing characteristics for example uh, Daphne if you've seen her picture would be a very old Elohim soul in this realm I would be a Rothel. Uh I have a lot of the wisdom of this realm and an Elohim soul doesn't have the wisdom but they have the connection usually usually that's the case so, and I think Terry is a big mutt. Aren't you a mutt, Terry? Yeah, I think that um, I've been adopted. Adopted <laughs> by the Elohim? The Elohim and Ron. More, more the Elohim, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were so delighted to have somebody that could pick up when Daphne would leave off, right?
and that any negativity be taken to the higher realms of light and transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of our galaxy through our bodies and into the center of the earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy, a braiding, blending of our individual soul energies while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, operating in the law of one and the Christ of light, to join with us and create a protected space that only the positive has access to. And anything out of that nature must leave now. And we await our introduction from our sources. We are here. We greet you today, June 16, 2010, Wednesday. That is, as we look at Earth, the time is the evening and the zone is Pacific Standard Time and focused through Terry Brown in Los Angeles, California. And we take a moment and we connect as we are really always there with any light worker anyone who wishes to connect and to share intention and space with a brother, sister in the other interdimensional realm that wishes to share space and to assist where asked. Do you have questions? Yes, we do. You know, we were talking about the negatives, and somebody submitted a question that wanted to know, is there negatives in 4D? Are they more sophisticated? When we graduate this realm, will we still have to deal with them? And if so, will it be similar to how we are challenging, being challenged here in 3D by the negatives? Thank you. In the 4D, the negative is often very much more clear and focused about their negative intention and has a stronger, clearer intention. So it is more, we would say, it is, in a way, more difficult to work with them, and it strengthens and tones the individual to be able to hold his or her own center so that one is not thrown off by this other negative intention. And the negative intentioned person will then respect a clear focus of an individual who has their own center and cannot be thrown off as the negative considerate weakness when they are able 
to take over another. You know, an interesting question in this the same um, vernacular vernacular is that if 4D, your fourth dimension, is related to the heart, and the heart seems to be related to the comp compassion, how is the negative in 4D? Your question is how can they move into the 4D? Yes. In other words, 4D is related to the heart chakra, the area of the heart, as I understand it. And so if you're dealing with the heart, how can negative exist in that space? It is a reversal wherein the individual has reversed his, her caring and love and has moved it as if it inverted or flipped over and is being expressed in the underside of the equation. These individuals do have a lot of passion and have previously had a lot of, this is true for some of these individuals, although not for all, have had a lot of caring and have given up due to experiences in the third dimension and have gotten into spaces wherein there are too many in individuals, beings, entities in too small a space, and they have not been able to express their true nature, and they have made this horrendous effort to cut through everything and to not be taken over and to win against all odds and to show that they can survive. They have a lot of reverse compassion and underneath the negativity there is a lot of angst and a lot of shoving their care and their open heart under the rug. So in a way, they are open-hearted in a very reversed way. They are backwards, and they have determined that by being put in a position at some point or other where there is tactile too many entities in too small a space and they cannot express their own individuality. They have decided to cut through it all and to just laser in their intentions, which in the fourth dimension they are able to do more easily. However, 
they cannot move up into other dimensions as high, higher dimensions like the sixth. They might get into the fifth, but they can't really get into the sixth without having incredible isolation and incredible trouble because the people that get up to the sixth are centered and there is no relationship with someone that wishes to take over and to own another space. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember asking Carla Rucker about negatives in 4D, and she said, um, she told me from her conscious mind, well, the negative in 4D just has an open heart in self-love, which is kind of what you said, reversal. So Yes, yes. They have decided that they are going to make it against all odds, and they feel that there is a tremendous effort needed to be able to make it within their own self. Mm-hmm. Now, on 4D, at least if, if, uh, if you're in 4D, according to some of the stuff that David Wilcock was saying, you experience things like telekinesis, you experience a lot of um, phenomena that is not in 3D. Is that true for both the positive and the negative? They both experience that kind of phenomena? Yes, except the individual that is service to self uh, has a blinder on in his two-way, what do they call it, interactive relationship with others and therefore is limited by the range of expression and the ability to fulfill, attain fulfillment as the, they are cutting out a large amount of the spectrums that are available to them in the fourth dimension or the fourth density. And as such, they are, and, and they will eventually see them, them on, their own self as being limited and this is one of the things that will cause their facade to break down and them to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, in terms of size in the physical universes, our physical universe, are our sources very big, very small, or both? What's the best way to visualize them to make connections? The best way to visualize us is to grasp the frequency where we resonate. We are neither big nor small, and we have the ability to become either big or huge or very small as we are very mobile and liquid and able to change. 
Thank you. Love is a word that is used a lot, both by humans and by you who are speaking to us from other realms. Could you explain what you mean by love? Is it a vibration? Is it what fills empty space? How does it do what it does so powerfully? It is an it is an orientation of an intelligence that is expressed as a vibration. As it comes into manifestation, it appears as a vibration, although it, in its pre-vibration stage, does not need to um, radiate. It can merely merely hold in place as an allowance among all or to open to all an allowance for the existence of other intelligences and other manifestations, other than its own. It's like a nurturing mother that loves its children, her children. Thank you. Does love exist as part of the quantum field or does it exist as a result of intentions by the intelligences in the field? It is a part of all that is and is the basis and the whoop and the wharf that has allowed everything to be developed and to manifest. Thank you. Could you say, could you share where the entity Jesus is right now? Jesus has a consciousness that is sharing space with the Christ consciousness, which is located as a band in the Lago. The Christ consciousness has a diffuse energy that can lick or five substances within individual fields and allow a person to move through difficulty and to move on. Jesus also has a shared space with we wish to say And though we may not be ready to say, um, he has a body where he has some localized focus within this body. Um, Jesus has a nonlinear consciousness that 
allows him to be present with all at the same time and his consciousness is different than an ordinary localized consciousness of the normal individual in the earth plane at this time. Did I hear you say that Jesus was partially in a body on the earth plane? Did you say that? He has localized, partially localized himself within a body at this time in the earth plane as he gathers or more experience in the fulfilling of his mission which he considered incomplete after his experience in Galilee. Is there the chance that he will be publicly recognized in that body? It is not his wish to be publicly recognized he wishes to maintain a vigilant post within the third density as he realizes that there may be help needed in the grounding of the love light within the third density on Earth at this time. And he keeps a visual. If he's not publicly recognized, is are there a few people that are alive that recognize him and know that who he is? There are a few people that recognize his qualities as being those of Jesus, however, and they, they very dearly respect him. We do not see that he is in America or Europe, but in mountains in we we do not have the name of the country, but it is in a part of Asia. Thank you. I guess we better not say because we'll be sending out <laughs> legions looking for us. <laughs> he does not wish at this time. It is more like um, he has taken a position to keep one eye open uh, like a sleeping man keeps one eye open to see what is happening. It is his contribution to grounding love light energy in the world at this time.
time, and he has his the rest of his mission in working with the individuals who ask for his presence and this grounding within this one individual helps him to stabilize and balance this unique vigilance position and contribution position that he has taken on as his mission at this time. Is the physical body aware that it was Jesus in its conscious mind. We are giving information this individual does not wish to be given. And okay. so we will we'll just continue our questions on this. Thank you so much. Um, a person asked a question about sacred geometry and synchronicity, and he wanted to know, is it valuable to read books about these things, and does that help attune one into the experience of them? Sacred geometry and what? Synchronicity. The reading of books can always increase knowledge and open up areas that you then can explore upon your own. Synchronicities do not need a book to fall into and to be experienced, however. One can use mind Dreaming, mock-up, that is to make in your mind a model or to write down on a piece of paper. For instance, if you wanted to live and to own a house, then to write down, uh, to look through magazines to find the type of a house that you would want and to put that picture on your wall so that as you walk by it, you'd say, you get a good feeling, yeah, that's kind of a house I would like. And to then picture in your mind having such a house, living in such a house. This is making the house more real. It is putting the vibration of that house that you will eventually own into your mind. And like an attraction, then you will begin to notice houses for sale that are of that similar thing and attract synchronicities concerning such houses to your it is a matching ability to match what you have in your mind and you notice more what you have in your mind and are looking at in your mind you notice in the real world when you look around you're more attuned to that thing that's in your mind and when you look around 
you notice those particular things more. And this is why when you get a negative thought, it works the same way and can attract negative synchronicity. So with the positive synchronicity with a house, you are more aware of what you were looking for. And when you look around, then you will notice it more easily and you will create synchronicities through yourself. Now, reading a book on geometries, um, it can open up, depending upon the book, can open up areas that you can explore. I think as geometries are involved in the basic building blocks within the mind and the psyche. So it depends upon what book you may be reading. Mm -hmm. Thank you. We have a question from someone about special days. Occasionally, there's other people that say a certain date is a special day. Sometimes Daphne will give a date and say it's a special day. Um, and we know that as we get closer to December 2012, it's not a steady flow, but it's my understanding that there's ups and downs. It's like you get jolts of real highs, and then it goes down a little bit, and then it goes up a little bit, and then down a little bit. And so, so the person had said that she's been hearing that July 17th upcoming is in one of those special days. If this is so, what is the best way, what's the most optimum way to open our perceptions and to experience this in the highest way? There are various star formations in the positioning of Earth in relation to the other planets and star systems, which then create special effects in certain time periods. And when Mercury is in retrograde is an example of the alignment of the energy lines to the individual is a little bit unexpected because it appears that the normal progress forward of the energy configurations. It's as if an individual is walking through um, a grid system, a system of energy lines, and as they move into the next day, they're expecting a certain configuration, and this is all on below the level of consciousness, they're expecting a certain level of formation of grid lines. And then when Mercury starts going a bit backwards, then 
the formation is not exactly what they were expecting, and it may throw them off at a subconscious level. So these, there can be days, like we see July 17th as a, as a day when energy lines, grid lines from the planets come together in a more harmonious, glowing way. And um, it can be a good day. Um, and this, these lines on that day will strengthen and work harmoniously with the energy lines within the individual's own chakra system and acupuncture system. On that particular day, would that be a good day to go into nature and meditate or be, have a special meditation with a group, for example? Would people be more able to tap into the higher energies on a day like that? Uh, yes, they would. It would be a good day to meet with family, to have picnics, to um, to resonate with others that you care for. Mm -hmm. How 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 sharp is the is the nadir? I know the apex of that day. In other words, is July 16th also special? On July 18th, there's a very sharp. Just on July 17th. It's more like a 48-hour window that moves up like bell curve and, and then moves back down. Um, mm -hmm. There is another uh, picture. Um, this, we, we do not bring up at this time, but perhaps we will bring it up later. Okay. Well, you know what? That is the end of our questions for tonight, and we're a little fast. So I would like to request, um, if we do a short meditation right now, could you join with us and be with all the people on the line? Just have a minute of silence. Yes. Okay. So let's, let's just take a moment, shut our eyes. Feel the energies. Welcome to the planet healing. Would you like to say your name and location? No. But only if you want to. Who's making all that rocket? I hear somebody's clock. Why is everybody so loud? <laughs> <laughs> Just to keep well, you guessing if we hung up or not. Welcome oh. to Whole Planet Healing. Yeah. Would you like to say your name and location? <clears throat> but only if you want to, we welcome you. I guess Terry and... Welcome to Whole Planet oh. Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? John from Las Vegas. Hi John. Hi John. Hi John. Hello. Hi. Hi John. Hi. Hi everyone. Hi. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hello Antonio. This is Hi John. Hi. Hello. Hi. 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 
we're already on BBS and uh, everybody is present. And then again, when you <laughs> when you come in, Antonio, it's just Planet Healing. Welcome. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Yes. Positive greetings, Antonio. It's uh, Raiden from Sedona. Hi, Raiden. Positive greetings. Well, it's kind, it's kind of hard to type. The it time is, it is. The thing. It is. Sometimes it comes out okay, sometimes it doesn't. Right. It's Welcome okay. to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Roger in Austin. Hey, Roger. Hey, Roger. Hey, Roger. Hey, Roger. Hi. Roger. Hi. All right, we're at 7.04, and I think Win and Terry are sleeping. It will not surprise me, And uh, but we'll do what we know to do. And uh, Jackie, thank you for being here. And Cecil, thank you. Jennifer, thank you for being here. And is Bonnie, has Bonnie arrived? Yes. Yes, I see you, Bonnie. Fantastic. And I thank you, Antonio, for greeting. You're welcome, and thank you, guys. You're welcome, and I thank everyone who's listening in on BBS Radio. We appreciate your presence, and we'll be going to our usual daily schedule. So, Jackie, I'm going to, after I mute the phone lines, I'm going to hand the mic to you. After you unmute yourself. Muted. Hello. Hi. Oh, great, Jackie. Thank you for being here and for doing what you're doing. So here we go. The recording has started. Hello, everyone. Today is Wednesday, June 1st of 2022. I'm Jackie from Julian, California. Welcome to the Whole Planet Healing Conference Call. And yes, it's Wednesday, so we get to share our call with our BBS radio listeners tonight. And we thank you all for joining us and adding your energy to our efforts. Now, um, on the previous hour, if you were fortunate enough to be on that call, we listened to a replay uh, with Terry Brown uh, channeling our sources. And once again, they advised us and gave us information that relates directly to our call. Um, They stressed once again how important um, our visualization is when manifesting not only things that we do on our call, but also how to manifest and improve our own life. So uh, (laughs) once again, let's take that to heart when we begin our call. Now let's get started by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation and ask for energetic protection for our call and the work we do tonight. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround 
and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. Well, this is the portion of the call when normally Winfrey and Terry Brown join us and just have a little chat with us, and they're on a break tonight. Oh, you are here. Awesome. We're here. We're going to continue with that. And welcome, Wynn. You're up next. Wynn, you know it's Wednesday? Thank you. I know we we, we slept through the previous call. All, All right. right. <laughs> All good. You. All good. Thank you for handling it. Um, yeah. We have been, well, the good news is, is Terry is getting better. And, um, but her energy was really low today, low, but higher than yesterday. And I was exhausted. So we just, I just slept through six o'clock. And I guess I have to say I'm human, and uh, and here's Terry. I I have to get out the telephone system. Uh, none of it seems to be working. <laughs> I'm glad we know something about it. Uh, so. Um, Hopefully, we will be back to normal shortly. Thank you. Now, Thank Wynn. you, Terry and Wynn. Yes, go ahead. Hi. I want to ask Wynn, your VOIP option remains the same, right? Right. Okay. Well, we, we, uh, we could have been on VOIP, um, but... It, this is one of those days that everything electronics is not working. 
Our phones, oh, really? two phones, are not working. Okay? Right Zero. And it is, you know, it is such a, an exhausting amount of energy to make the phone calls to the phone company to get it straightened out. I can feel how much energy I'm leaning into. And right now we're on Skype, okay? And I have Skype on one of my cell phones. So that's what we're doing. And uh, back to you, Jackie. Thanks, Wynn. Well, I'd also like to add that, um, you know, there's such high energy coming into this call and all of your conference calls because the sources are joining us. And I've, I've noticed that whenever that is happening, there's often a lot of electronic disturbance <laughs> from one source or another trying to either interfere or the energy is just too high for our clumsy phone system down here with all the wires. So um, we need to give ourselves a break for these glitches that we have occasionally. Now. Next on our call, well, you you heard the replay in the in the previous hour, hopefully, and what's fantastic about the whole planet healing call is every single night we get to hear a message, a channeled message, usually one that Terry's done, because Bonnie from Corona, California, comes on every night. And she's familiar with the archived messages on the spiritchannel.net. And she chooses something, and we have the benefit of hearing one of these messages or something from a compatible resource read to us every evening. So, Bonnie, what do you have for us tonight? Hi, thank you. Well, we are going to continue with this. Monday night call that we were reading from last night, and this took place May 28, 2011. And so this is was a Monday night, a wild card, and this theme or the topic was polarity. And so last night we read Ra'an's answer to one of Wynn's questions. And here's the next question that Wynn is asking. Wynn, I think one of the questions that everyone has is when people are feeling separated, when they, when they are feeling dark, when they are feeling all their angst, how should they deal with it? Especially when they've had moments when they have been connected but not felt so, how can they best deal with that aspect of what they're going through? And Ra'an through Terry then gives us some information. One thing is they can observe because sometimes there has been an incident in their past, either in their past life or when they were a child in this life, which has made them feel disconnected. 
perhaps they had a parent who themselves were disconnected, and that parent has heaped disconnection and abuse upon the child. Then the child feels isolated and alone and has not developed the social skills to connect that individual that they need to connect. So that individual can observe him herself and can also find areas within themselves where they can feel some sort of connection and they can observe other individuals being warm and friendly towards them and then observe their reaction. If their reactions are to withdraw in fear that the individual showing them warmth and affection may be like some character in their past who has been withdrawn or it has not been true, but individuals can seek within their experience to let little cracks and openings in to let the warmth and love in. They can go to a coffee shop and can observe other people being friendly and chatting and let it seep into some degree. They can find music, something that they feel connected with. The object is to begin to reconnect and to feel connected. Once one feels connected, then the isolation drops away and their need for love can begin to be filled. They can observe themselves and write down each day what good thing did they accomplish in the day. They can observe when they are feeling connected and can find circumstances such as going to a dance, going on a chat room, whatever the person's gradient may be to begin to connect. The object is connection, to bring the love light in and to move the darkness aside and fill the individual with warmth and love light and know that the individual is loved. They can come in on our calls and connect with us and see the connections coming in. If one is experiencing disconnection, do not be disheartened with yourself. It is an opportunity for big growth where you may have the opportunity to observe as if you were in a lab to observe yourself and to see where the roots for the disconnection lie. What were the thoughts that happened before the disconnection? Was it something material that you were counting on that went away and now you are simply at sea and can't ground to it anymore? For instance, money is a big thing, where if there is no money, then it sets someone at 
see, and they are not sure how to ground. One may find new ways of grounding with individuals who can give and take love light and bring warmth into their life, even if it is just opening a crack and bringing through just a little bit. Because once somebody experiences the love light and that someone loves them, if they can experience even a little bit, it is a big gain that can lead to bigger advances in the future. And there's a little more to this call, but I'm going to leave it off for now. I really love you guys. I'm going to turn it back to you, Jackie. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bonnie, and we'll look forward to finishing that those thoughts up. Now, in our next uh, portion of our call, we join Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, and Jennifer researches the most current earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet. And we do this because our sources have asked us to stay informed of these current events, and they've also advised us that the most beneficial offering we can extend is the energy of calmness. And they've, they've indicated that they will add their energy to our efforts to soothe Mother Earth, but always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all is considered. And they've also counseled us about the emotion that we put into uh, these activities we do. And they've said that if you add passion to the emotion, such as calmness right now, um, that it adds extra uh, strength to that request. So let's passionately and calming to Mother Earth, and there's no need for passion to be loud or dramatic. It can be a quiet, intense, focused desire. So let's join Jennifer as she guides us to each area of activity, and let's radiate that calming frequency to all areas of concern. Jennifer? Thank you, Jackie. Tonight, I do want to apologize if you guys hear thunder or rain. We're in the, kind of in the middle of a loud storm right now. Um, but I would like to invite our sources to journey with us and also Mother Earth. These entities can enhance our intention for calming. And the first place we're going to stop um, is the Big Island of Hawaii. And they had a, quite a calm day there, actually. Uh, 2.5 at Pahala, and there are two areas at Pahala that primarily tend to have little activities. And um, I don't know uh, for a fact, but I do believe that this is the very active part where underneath this area is where the um, lava is flowing. So let's take a quick moment and send additional calm down to the island and especially what we can't see, uh, there are undersea volcanoes, fractures, <clears throat> undersea volcanoes, and anything else that affects this region. And now we're going to head south uh, to New Zealand. The islands of New Zealand proper had three today, so we're just going to sprinkle a little additional calm 
and move along. I'm going to move up the Kermadec Trench. Um, as busy it has as it has been recently, it's gone quiet. We did have a 4.3 at Fiji. And then moving westward over to Papua New Guinea, we had a 5.1. And then continuing to Indonesia, we're heading west, 5.0. And now we're going to turn north, and we're following the fault line. We're on the western side of the Ring of Fire. We mosey on up to Japan, and we had two 4.5s. And then moving up to Alaska, it's a very odd-looking, not, absolutely nothing was happening out on the Aleutians today, which is good news. And the largest activity on the mainland was a 3.0. We will be just be, express our gratitude that they had a calm day today. It's an additional calm for tomorrow. Moving down through Canada, nothing was reported. We're going to zip into uh, Washington. And actually, you guys did really well today. Um, everything was under one in Washington and Oregon. Moving down into California, um, it was pretty calm. We had the geysers that are always rumbling, so we send them additional calm. San Andreas, all the way down. The largest activity in California was a 2.5 at Desert Hot Springs. And then, of course, on the eastern side of the state, we have the Walker area up by Lake Tahoe, and we had a few low levels in that region. And then south of that is the Long Valley Caldera, and they have been uh, swarming today, low levels. And then down to Ridgecrest, which is always busy, and we always send them calm. And then we're going to move straight down. Really nothing. Oh, I know what I Texas. We're going to go over to Texas. The area that I often call West Texas, and it seems to have um, activity nearly daily there. We had a 4.6 and two others in one location, and then adjacent to this, we had another swarm uh, of 4.3 and two others. And this is in the West Texas area. It would be a little bit east of El Paso. And then we're going to move down into Mexico. We did have a 4.7 in the Gulf of California. And then moving down into Mexico, the largest I saw was a 4.2. And then moving south to Nicaragua, we had a 4.9. And actually, in Nicaragua, there are a couple of them at the same location. Um, but the 4.9 was the larger of the two. And then heading directly down into South America. In northern Colombia, we had a 4.2, and then nothing in Peru till we get down to Chile, and we did have some activity there. We had a 4.3 and a 4.2. And then we're going to round the southern tip of South America and come up the mid-Atlantic Ridge, and we're going to move across Europe Everything was under four today, actually under three, because Greece had threes. Um, Southern Iran had a 4.6. Over to Tajikistan, we had a 4.4. And then over to, this would be in the western Sichuan, China, we had a 5.3. 
and also 5.1. And moving south, just a bit south of this area to Myanmar, we had a 5.2. And then continuing into the sea south of India, we had a 4.0 at the Carlsberg Ridge. And I'd like to thank everybody. That's the sum total of today. And I'd like to thank you for your participation. And I'll send you all back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Jennifer. And that's really strange activity for West Texas. Um, Very strange, the, yeah. The fours is really interesting. And I always um, thought that, I that that was from fracking, but I don't know what that is now. Because it, fracking should be like a low level. You know? Yeah, and also the past few months have had tremendous wildfires, and nobody talks about it because it hasn't threatened any cities. But yeah, yeah. something's going on over there. So definitely oh, yeah. <laughs> send calming energy to West Texas. Yeah. Now, thank you, Jackie. <laughs> in just a few moments, Wynn will be taking us on his guided visualization where he will address many of these other issues that concern us. But first, the phone lines are being unmuted, and you have this opportunity to put your concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. And if you're listening to us on BBS Radio or to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concern. So I'd like to thank you all for your contributions and your service tonight. Unmuted. I would like to point all by healing, assistance, and protection for a beautiful mother, a human family, all and fauna, all the sentient beings. I would like to ask for a great effort being made in maintenance of the well-peace, um, bringing the moisture in the wildfire areas and the gentle rain and everything else that is needed for a, uh, a full uh, assistance for Mother Earth in regaining her ability to um, uh, control the weather, her weather, uh, by herself at all times. I would like to ask for assistance for our children and our animals in all times, in every way, uh, and uh, much love and gratitude for all the assistance we are getting and love. Thank you. Thank you, Jill. Uh, this is Bonnie in Southern California, and I would like to continue to ask for rain and weather of any kind here in the Western United States, uh, not only for the drought, but for to help cool off some of these wildfires. Um, I'd also like to send love and light and laughter, hope to the children of the world and a balance, balancing of energies in all the right places for all the right reasons for the greater good of all. Thank you. Comment San Jose, support and protection for Sidney Powell, Mike Lindell, and for the movie 2,000 Mules. Thank you. This is Jeannie in Citrus Heights. I want to put the awakening of the human family into the light and enlist the Elohim's assistance and support in this awakening so that humans will not fall into the trap of believing the lies of the negative and so that every human being's precious free will is protected and preserved. Thank you.
Is there anyone else who wants to put something on in the love light before Jennifer takes over with oh, the healing place? I want to put my cousin Diane in the love light. She hopefully she uh, transitioned successfully. She uh, died, I think, Monday or Tuesday. I'm not sure. And uh, may she uh, big shock. I don't think she died of a normal causes, but um, may she sort of have a peaceful transition. And, Where did this happen, Ken? We don't know. I think the fish is played Monday or Tuesday night. Monday but, Monday night, maybe. But where? Location? In Buffalo. Buffalo. In Buffalo, Buffalo okay. uh, New York. Buffalo Thank or you. Amherst, probably. Thank you, Ken. <laughs> Blessings Very to nice you. I haven't, I haven't seen her in two years because of COVID, the border restrictions, and then we, were, oh, yeah. we were able to see her, but... We were supposed to get together with her in a couple of weeks. I talked to her dad today. They should be able to so. find her. Yes, thank you, Ken. And I also want to. The sources will find her, you think? Yeah, Diane Oika is her name. From Amherst. I think her real city is Amherst, the suburb of Buffalo. I think that's so. Yeah, it's Amherst. And I was looking forward to seeing her in a week or two. Like, I haven't seen her in two years. Very nice person. Always cheerful, always positive. Always what positive. was her full name? Diane, Diane Stoika. Yeah. Her married name was Bird. Her name, married name was Bird, but she was going by Stoika again. Of Buffalo, New York. Or Amherst. Thank you. Yeah. This is... John, imagine she's shocked. Sorry, go ahead, everybody. Thank you for listening. Hey, this is John. I'd like to add that um, I want to request rain for, like me, lots and lots of rain so that we can um, refill, like me, completely because it's very close to being bone dry right now. Maybe just a few inches of uh, rain uh, in Lake Mead and Lake Mead feeds all throughout Southern California, as well, along with uh, Nevada, Southern Nevada. So we really need as much rain as possible here uh, to refill Lake Mead. And that's all. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. Thank this you, is Morning Sky. I would like <clears throat> to put Wynn and Terry in the light. Terry, for her health, I'm glad she's feeling better today. I hope she increases feeling better day by day by day. And Wynn for his taking care of her and also doing this for us and for the planet. I put both of them in the light and hope everything goes well and better for them. Thank you. Thank you, Willow. So back to you, Jennifer. All righty. Thank you, Heise. Um, I would like to put every person on this call onto the healing list, including our BBS listeners. Um, our, our sources are there. Most people don't even know that they are there, but they are. We know they are. We've, we've felt them, and we've had a lot of uh, little miracles happen. I would like to make mention of the following by name, because these people really could stand a little bit of extra love light energy. 
first person is Cecil and Betty, our dear Cecil, and Lauren in Washington, Joe T in Washington, Tom in San Jose, Jackie, our dear Jackie, in Julie in California, Antonio Jr., Antonio Sr., and Abby, and Maxalina in Ohio, and Morning Sky in Oregon always has nice things to say, and we love you, Morning Sky. We want to send you love, light, healing energies. Kathleen from Vermont, Bonnie and her wobbly knees, and not last but not least would be Terry and Wynn. We send Terry bundles of love light to heal her so that she feels good again. And also for Wynn, that he can get recouped and continue this work. And I'd like to say thank you to our sources, and I love you all. Muted. Lynn, are you with us? Yeah. I was waiting for someone to say, here's when. Here's when. All right, thank you. Um, this call is a co-creation between those humans and those other dimensional beings who join us and add to our intention. And so I'm going to do a scan of our planet on many of the things that are tentative and Add the energy that there might be better outcomes, okay? So we start out surrounding our planet with our group energy and act as repeater stations and send the love light energy of the universe down to the surface of our planet, and we ask that it be received wherever it's able to be received. And in particular, we focus on the humans who are service to others on our planet, on the children who are very sensitive to these energies, children and young people, but not much wisdom yet. And we ask that as they get older, they gain the wisdom to be the leaders of tomorrow. We go to the animals and the pets, and we support particularly the energy of the pets to help their owners keep their hearts open. 
we go to the plant life, the trees, the bushes, and the grass. The plants pick up the energy of the higher realms and move it through their bodies and into the earth. And the rocks, the minerals, and the crystals that all also pick up the energy of the higher realms and hold it very powerfully in their matrixes. We go to the, the insects who are part of a balance of nature, like the bees. And we send this energy to them for the preservation of their species. We go to the fish the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. We now go through the surface of the earth and we send this energy as healing energy to the energy field of earth which expands into the entire interior of our planet and through the surface so that all life is contained in her field. And she has to process a lot of stuff. And right now, we send healing and balance Send gratitude to the earth for giving us this opportunity to have physical bodies on our surface. We go to the energy waves that travel through the earth that terminate in potential earthquakes and volcanoes, and we send calm energy. We go now back to the surface of the earth, and we're going to continue to work on the potential earthquakes and volcanoes of the future. And we're going to the three major earthquake zones, and we're going to put a column of light down on each 
go to the We go to the Mid-Atlantic fault line, running down the Atlantic Ocean, the North Pole, through Iceland, down the middle of the ocean, as far south as south, tip of South America. And we put a longitudinal column of light down the entire length of this small area penetrating through the water and into any of the potential earthquakes and volcanoes under the water. We ask our sources to locate all of the other fault lines and potential earthquakes and volcanoes and send them this calm energy and that any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the earth needs to release stress can happen gradually and away population centers. We go to some of the other out-of-balance situations on our planet, starting with the coronavirus, its mutations, and any and all contagious pathogens. Go to the immune systems of humans, and we ask that they can be strengthened.
And we go to the pathogens, the vaccines, and ask they can be transmuted. We go to the plans and the plots of the negative that is running agendas which are contrary to the highest good of all concerns and honoring free will. And we put obstacles to the highest good of all concerns in the execution of these agendas. We go to the awareness of humans and ask me, more humans will become aware of the negative agendas and see through the distortion in the mainstream news and where humans will become aware of the positive forces in the higher realms that are as real as we are, except that we can't see them. And uh, they're here on the slides. We go to the people that suffer, and we said the Christ energy, that they might have a handhold to get above their suffering. We go out and we ask for rain in all those areas with depleting reservoirs. We go to the governments of our planet and we ask for qualities of leadership to make people feel safe. Qualities like benevolence, compassion, courage, wisdom, integrity, and ethics. And we go to those countries that are adversarial with each other and ask that any acts of aggression 
can be dealt with non-violently. When we go to the war in the Ukraine, and we equally support the two adversaries there and ask that it should come to a conclusion without any more death that both countries can agree on. Okay, we go to intervention. Actually, before we go to intervention, we want to send the light of peace to the Ukraine and Russia, who are in a who are in a very violent confrontation. We ask for the highest good that that war can be resolved peacefully as soon as possible. We go to intervention. We ask that our realm be protected from nuclear weapons going on. And we ask for the transmutation of toxic materials of every kind on our planet. The radioactivity Chemtrails, radio frequency waves, microwaves, and 5G, nanobots, and anything else. Anything in food, air, water, or medicine. And finally, we bring this energy back to ourselves. You see the love light of the universe flowing through the galaxies of the Milky Way solar system and landing on our personal rooftops where we have an energy field. Invited to lift the vibe of our home and everyone in it. Transmute negative. Turning our home into a sacred place. We can invite that energy to move through our bodies, opening our chakras, healing us, 
And on that note, we thank all of you who are here for supporting this venture. And special gratitude to everyone who performs a function on this, to Jennifer, to Bonnie, to Cecil, to Jackie, to Hives, and Antonio. And we will be, if you're interested in our work, you can go to thespiritchannel.net where you can find the phone numbers to all of our calls during the week. And as well as the archives of about 2,000 of our conversations with our exalted friends on the other side. So thank you for being here. As usual, we will leave the lines open. And for those of you who want to meditate and hold this energy, and if you're on BBS radio, then we're going to cut off. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded.